Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's the Off the Monorails podcast. Yours truly, Jordan, here, joined by my two fellow co-hosts today, Justin and Ryan. Fellas, how are we doing today? Doing swell. How about yourself? Doing great. Yeah, man. It's a good day to be talking to you boys. Yes, sir. Uh, if you're brand new here, this may, if you just stumbled upon us and happen to hear this episode uh, as your first introduction to the show, hi, hello, special thank you for joining uh, we are the Off the Monorails podcast, which is essentially a we're, a we're a Walt Disney World podcast built for adults. So we help other adults plan and go to Disney through our lens, uh, through our personal experiences. Um, we are just three dads who love Disney and who uh, help you know want to help everyone we can navigate uh, Disney World vacations, trips, uh, experiences. Dining, you know, we're going to do uh, dive into food anytime we're gonna we talk can. About food, drinks, <laughs> we're going to do that. That's that's why we're here. That's why we're doing this whole thing. So, again, thanks for joining us. Uh, glad to glad to have you along. And let's just take this time. This will be the the episode closest to Ryan's birthday. Hey, hey yo, I'm getting old. We HBD, are, brother. HBD. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So, hopefully, the audience will give you a little little love for the old birthday. So happy birthday, Ryan. Thank love you, sir. Everybody. I love you too. Yeah, mucho love. Also, the Festival of the Arts is happening right now, which is a great time for me because it is my absolute favorite festival at Epcot during the year. And so mm-hmm. um, we'll be down there next week and uh, hopefully get plenty and plenty and plenty of content, which means plenty of food and drinks for consumption. <laughs> uh so hope to have plenty of that to share with you guys here very very soon and of course as we always do uh we will uh, review and recap this year's festival and and the returning favorites and did they hold up true to the to the uh dishes of the past uh any drink options we'll review everything going on all the other activities as well related to the festival going on at epcot so Festival of the Arts is under the way. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll be back here uh, to, to review it all here in, in the next couple of weeks. So uh, stay tuned for that if you're interested in hearing more about Festival of the Arts 2023. Yeah, it's such a fun uh, festival to attend and see all the different things there for uh, you know, all the various arts. Um, yeah. You got you know drawings, photographs, music. Uh, choreographed dancing, uh, just a lot of things going on. And it's very, very neat and very cultural uh, as well. Uh, when you go around uh, the World Showcase Lagoon, you get to visit all the different pavilions, you'll see a lot of uh, good culturistic stuff. Uh, this is where I think it really blossoms for uh, yeah. culturistic stuff because you get to see you know, how they do uh, various forms of the arts. And uh, it's very neat. Yeah, I love too. Like just the extra spin that they put on the on all the food. Right, uh, it just makes it look. They make it look at like a presentation goes a long yeah. way during the Festival of the Arts. Yeah, yeah there's more um, of an artistic approach with the the food. I do agree with that. Yeah, yeah, and then I love you know I love all the the booths with all the artwork. Uh, I tend to get a couple pieces every year, um, and you know slowly my office is. Uh, being consumed with that 
Uh, but I love the opportunity to see all the, the meet the artists and uh, have them sign and things like that. It's just really, really cool opportunities that you don't really get any other time, especially at Disney. Um, so really cool stuff, some unique pieces you can get along the way. And it's always a good time, and especially, too, with the, the mascot of the festival being Figment. Uh, mm-hmm. Always have a grand time with that and doesn't uh the figment meet and greet return during this festival too well we'll find out i guess i'll report back and let you know if uh any sightings have been had wink wink so on today's episode we're going to dive in and continue our resort series our uh, resort talk if you will and uh, we'll be continuing our discussions in the moderate resort category at walt disney world uh, but before we get into the topic today, I just want to remind all of you guys to go check out our website at offthemonorails.com. Uh, there you can read our blog uh, where we've got trip uh, recaps and synopsises. Uh, we've got episode recaps. We've got tips and tricks, dining reviews. Um, you name it. We're, we've got a variety of topics there. And it's all pointed around making your trip better. In uh, your experience at Walt Disney World better. So if you're in a pinch and you're trying to figure out where you should go for a good breakfast, we've got several dining reviews from several different restaurants and different parks, Disney Springs, different resorts um, that you could just, you know, make your selection based on some of the reviews that we've uh, been able to do for those places. If you're on the hunt for a bathroom in the middle of Disney World, um, we've got an article covering some of the best on property. So it's a good resource for you to bookmark and plan your trip and just use as reference point. And uh, we have fun writing those articles and having a little fun um, with you guys in that. So it's a good medium for us to just kind of convey a little bit more uh, sometimes with, you know, with photos and things like that, that we obviously can't do in audio format on the podcast. So uh, go check that out. Uh, you can also, while you're on the website, check out our shop. Uh, so, We've got some fun apparel options and uh, accessories there for your uh, wearing pleasure. So go check it out. Um, we'd really appreciate it if you, uh, you know, got yourself some swag. Um, also, if you haven't done so already, you know, we do like to go to Disney and provide you uh, as much content as possible. And we're trying to load up the content almost every day for your consumption. So go check us out if you haven't already on Instagram at Off the Monorails. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, uh, you name it. We're pretty much on every social platform. The handle is at Off the Monorails. So go follow along, go subscribe, go hit the notification bells, all those beautiful things so that you are informed and receive all of our incredible content. Yeah, we don't give you uh, just anything. We we have really detailed information. We don't try to put out filler. We like uh, having real straight-to-the-point information out there, and our content's fun, engaging. So uh, if you see it, comment, like, share it with a friend, uh, all that good stuff. We love engaging with you guys, so Feel free to comment and share. Yeah, the social platforms are our way to to be able to engage more with our audience that's listening to the show. So uh, go follow and um, have some fun there with us. We'd love to have you. So uh, with that being said, guys, how about we dive into 
some resort talk. Let's do yeah, it. it's been a minute since we've uh, talked about the resort series. Yeah, yeah. So we had recently kicked off our moderate resorts uh, category. Uh, and in previous episodes, we had uh, discussed all the value resorts. So uh, Disney's Pop Century Resort, Disney's Art of Animation Resort, and the all-star resorts, all, uh, all-star movies, music, and sports. Uh, so if we want to go check out uh, those past episodes where we discussed all of those resorts, uh, feel free to go check those out. Uh, we'll uh, leave a quick link in the episode descriptions for you to uh, go find those very easily. Uh, but just uh, scroll through um, and you can you can find those in the library. Um, we most recently started the moderate category by covering Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort, uh, which is one that we had recently stayed at uh, we've stayed at that collectively uh, so also go check that episode out if you haven't done so already fantastic and uh, in these uh, resort talk episodes we cover a little bit of the history of each resort kind of give you a background just kind of where it's coming from and see you know how it's grown up um, we'll cover the rooms and you know the room types and what you could expect from like a layout perspective. So if you're trying to plan for a family to stay, if you're going to feel like you're going to have enough room in each resort, uh, we'd like to kind of break that down for you as well. And then we'll go through the all the activities you could find the, at each res- resort uh, respectively. Uh, we'll go through the pools. We'll go through the pool bar, uh, food options, transportation options, um, so we'll break all of that down and that way it's just a very nice, concise, um, package for you to, to make th- your next decision on where you should stay next time that you go to Walt Disney World Resort in Florida. So with that, let's dive into today's resort, which is Port Orleans Resort Riverside. One of my favorites. <laughs> pretty unique about this one we uh this is where we did our first live stream and uh you can find that on our youtube channel uh where we did that stream and we also made that into a recording for uh one of our episodes that is in our catalog so you can find that as well uh where we uh we talked about some of the things we're going to talk about here yeah uh that's episode 23 if you want to go Check out that uh, recording where we did a live recording from our room at uh, Port Orleans Resort Riverside. So um, go check that out. We'll have uh, have some have some live details on our um, you know our thoughts and uh, opinions on the resort as they were happening pretty much live uh, that day. Uh, but now that we are seasoned uh, visitors of Port Orleans Riverside. Um, Let's uh, let's take a look at uh, at this resort. Um, and Justin, if you want to start with a little bit of the history of yeah. Riverside, yeah. So this uh, this resort has actually uh, got a lot of stuff going on with it with its history. Yeah, uh, Riverside was designed to reflect the antebellum South along the Mississippi River. Uh, the resort opened on February second, nineteen ninety two. Uh, under the name Disney's Dixie Landings Resort. Mm-hmm. Uh, initially with rooms located in uh, the Alligator Bayou section, which we're familiar with. Um, and then shortly afterward, the remaining Magnolia Bend section was open, which we all stayed in for our uh, live stream. Yeah. Uh, 
the Alligator Bayou has 1,024 guest rooms uh, over the uh, 16 buildings in that area, uh, styled with your your classic-looking uh, uh, New Orleans style, uh, like a rustic weathered, uh, uh, weathered lodges with uh, roughly about 64 rooms per uh, per lodge there. Uh, and then the Magnolia Bend section has 1,024 uh, guest rooms as well, over four buildings, uh, styled as uh, your your Southern Plantation, uh, the Grand Manor homes, uh, with around uh, 256 rooms per quote unquote mansion. Uh, beginning March 1st, 2001. Uh, road signage and other theming began to change, uh, reflecting the Port Orleans Resort uh, and Dixie Landings Resort properties becoming, quote-unquote, regions of a United Disney's Port Orleans Resort. So, in less terms, they ended up combining them under one name. So, they'd separated the original Port Orleans Resort, labeling it as the French Mm -hmm. Quarter, which is designed after your uh, French Quarter New Orleans uh, look, uh, and then Dixie Landings Resort, ending on taking on the name of Port Orleans Resort Riverside, um, and this uh, became effective April first, two thousand one, on April Fool's Day <laughs> of all <laughs> days. That's kind of funny, yeah. But uh, a lot of changes happened around the area. Uh, with Cr- French Quarter uh, having some stuff, we'll leave that for whenever we cover French Quarter. Yeah. Uh, but uh, as far as Riverside, in 2011, Disney transformed about a quarter of the 2,000 rooms in the Riverside section of Disney's Port Orleans Resort into the quote-unquote Royal Guest Rooms. Uh, Jordan, do you want to share what the uh, royal guest rooms entails there? Yeah, uh, we'll we'll get into the rooms a little bit more. Uh, but those specific rooms are essentially uh, princess uh, themed. So they've got touches uh, like the magic carpet on the floor. Um, they've got the genie's lamp at at the sink. Um, and then they've got touches of different princesses like Tiana and such um, in the room itself uh, with uh, the twinkling lights. I know there's if you the resorts in Disneyland um, have are famous for some of the headboards that have the twinkling right. lights and stuff. And this would share um, that same type of look and feel uh, for these rooms. So if you do have a little princess in your life, um, then uh, I'm sure they would absolutely love yes. uh, these rooms. Uh, so they, uh, they right. are, <laughs> yeah, and they are, they are definitely princess oriented. Um, so I have not personally st- stayed in this type of room here. I've pretty much stayed in every other type of room that they have uh, at Port Orleans uh, Riverside, but uh, we'll we'll dive into the into the rooms in more detail yeah. here in just a minute. But let I do want to discuss a little bit of that mixed history of the resort, yeah, which also explains why this resort is so massive. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it, it is a massive resort, but it, it's that river makes it so tranquil and like the lands are so well landscaped. Um, I yeah, think it's, it's very. It's, it's like golf resorty. 
you know? Yeah, it's very res- it's very um, walkable. Yeah. You know, like, it, and we did a lot of that, you, you know? Um, and Ryan, if you want to kind of add a little bit of color, because I'd like to hear, because I had visited a couple of times prior to us visiting back in July of 2022. And so I'd like to hear like a little bit from your perspective, the color for just the resort itself, how it was laid out, um, the, the landscape and just to that degree, like just the size and layout of this resort specifically. Yeah. Um, whenever we went back in July, I believe, or June, that was my first time actually ever visiting that resort period. And, um, like Justin said, it was very, um, kind of, uh, turn of the century, like a colonial manor type, as far as the buildings and the architecture for, um, the Riverside area, Magnolia Bend that we stayed at. Um, the landscaping so lush and so well manicured. Um, you've got like heritage oak trees and, you know, real thick shrubs and super green grass. Everything's just so well kept, but yeah. the, the, the resort itself is so spread out. It's massive. But like you said, it's walkable because there's so many different things as far as there's like the rivers and the little bridges and all these other different mm-hmm. um, landscapings and buildings. You, you don't feel like it's just a boring walk. You're you're looking at something and turning your head every time you make a corner. And um, yeah, even like wildlife, you know, we walk right up on rabbits and then yeah. there's deer that hang out there and turkeys. So like there's always something around every corner to see. And um, even, you know, like a, a fishing hole and like docks and stuff like that where you can just stop <laughs> yeah. and look at waterways. Like it's just some really beautiful scenery. Yeah, it is very unique in the way that it is one of the very few Disney World resorts that have an active river going right in between it, right? Where you actually have, and we'll get into transportation in a little while, but you have active boats going through these waterways. Yeah. And then you have the the change in scenery from the magnolia, you know, plantation styling uh, over into the alligator bayou, where it's more like low country feeling. Uh, but all of it is covered in sprawling woods, um, you know, pine straw everywhere. I mean, it kind of reminds me. I don't know if um, you know anyone listening is uh, is into golf, but. It reminds me of the landscape in Augusta a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, at the Masters, they're they're well known for the pristine conditions of that golf course. And this reminds me a lot of that where you have the very lush green grass. Uh, you've got that typical pine straw that you would also see in Augusta. Um, and then just the sprawling pine trees everywhere. And uh, if you're in Magnolia area, you'll, you'll get some of the Magnolia trees uh, sprouting up as well. Uh, but it's just, it's well covered. It's shaded a lot, a lot of and areas quiet. and quiet. You would never know. You would that never know. Literally right there, like on the service road, essentially almost behind Disney Springs and the golf courses. And it just, I, you, you cannot hear a single thing. That's what I loved about this resort. Yeah. The first time, this was actually the first resort that I stayed at the first Disney resort that I stayed at as an adult going to Disney world. And it blew me away. The first, the, the time that we were there and we were just walking around and I'm like, I don't hear a thing. 
Like, and I don't like, I don't feel like I'm at Disney world. Right. You know, like I felt like I was just in a down home, low country area, you know, or like just it this, felt like, sophisticated. It does. It does. But it also feels relaxing and not pretentious. Right. Right. And a sophisticated, you know, so yeah, the, the, the layout of the resort. Now, if you're in one of the very far, far buildings to get to like the main lobby area where the restaurant is and the, the quick service um, and the shops and, and things like that, the, the water taxi, that could be yeah. a little bit of a hike, right? Like, so I think that's kind of like where the moderate category becomes a factor in all this. Um, but I think the overall resort layout and feel of the, of the environment of the resort is one of the best that Disney is offering yeah. right now. I agree, especially for its price points. I mean, they've, they got them around roughly the $250 a night price range. And that ain't bad for, for what yeah. they offer here. Uh, and you know, we've we've all collectively had had a night stay here plus, and uh, I can say my time was 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 really unique and fun at this resort. Yeah. So let's dive into since you mentioned pricing, let's dive into what that money is going to get you as far as rooms go. So when we all stayed here together, we stayed in the Magnolia Bend area, which are the mansion uh, buildings. Uh, and those rooms um, essentially are on uh, the south side of the resort. Um, those tend to be the standard uh, two queen rooms. Uh, so you're just going to get two queen beds. Uh, you get a little little table with a couple chairs, little uh, you know TV uh, kind of dresser area. And then you've got your standard. Um, you do get a two a two sink vanity area, and then a separated um, bathroom with a with a commode and a, a bath you know shower bath combo. So I thought these these standard rooms were pretty good. They're very very clean. Um, the the magnolia um, feature the uh, like steamboat. Uh, on them and they had been um, most renovated in in august of uh, 2019 so they do they do have that still that fresh uh yet uh i would say like time period correct uh decorating style mm-hmm. would you agree yeah so i yeah i i and they're and they're 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 well appointed for what they are for for a moderate room you know so uh they're they're pretty good. Um, the Alligator Bayou, which is uh, tends to be like on the on the northwest side of the resort, um, those have the two queen options, um, but they're going to be decorated more so with like your um, crates and things like that. It's things that almost you know more wood tones uh, that you're going to see there, and they also have the fifth sleeper options over there as well so mm-hmm. you you kind of trade out that dresser for a a little pull down uh, bed option to to sleep a a fifth um person or child so um you do have those options available as well and then like justin mentioned uh the princess uh the royal rooms 
uh, can be found in a select area at the uh, in the Magnolia uh, section as well. So those are the uh, the room types. Um, how how did you guys feel about the the amount of space in in these rooms compared to some of the other rooms that you'd stayed at, especially like the um, the value rooms that you're familiar with? There there was definitely more space. I mean, like like we Justin had mentioned, we we did a live podcast stream from that room so we had ample space for all of our equipment it actually had a small like dining table with two chairs and like a a bench behind it also so um just as far as that goes there was there was enough space to have three grown men in there plus recording equipment and you know everyone having a sleeping space uh much larger than the the standard and preferred rooms you'd have at, you know, Pop Century or any of the uh, the All Stars resorts, um, ex- yeah. with the exception of the family suites. But for mm-hmm. it just being a, a standard room for a resort, it was very spacious. Yeah, I echo what Ryan said. Uh, even whenever we had Gil pop in, our good friend yeah. Gil, uh, when he popped in during the live stream. Uh, even then, it didn't really feel cramped. Uh, I mean, we were on one side of the room. In that respect, it felt cramped, but it's just because we were all over there on that side for the camera. But uh, even you know, after we got done with our recording, like we were all spread out enough to chill out, and everyone you know had space, you know, and yeah, uh, or I mean, we're not small boys, you know, we we're some big boys. <laughs> so I mean, if we're saying that there's some space and you got some big boys in your life, you know, we can vouch for that. <laughs> so it uh. <laughs> I mean, it's not a dad bod. It's a father figure. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we, we had plenty of space and, you know, it it was, uh, it lived, it lived up to what we expected. Yeah. I would say the same thing too. We've stayed in, um, the rooms in the fifth sleeper options as well here. And, um, I'll say it, those have, a good amount of space as well. Like I said, you do give up a little bit of that storage uh, capability because right. of that fifth sleeper. You trade that dresser for the bed. So if you're one to um, to like to unpack and have you know clothes like in put away in dressers and things like that, that fifth sleeper. Um, if you need that fifth sleeper, it that could be a hindrance there. Uh, but all the rooms do have the the raised beds so that you can put luggage underneath the beds. Uh, so saves a little bit of space there. And you've got a storage area uh, with a shelf and a you know hanging rail um, in the vanity area uh, as well. So, and then I also wanted to mention I didn't mention when we were talking about the layout of these rooms, but the the vanity area and the bathroom area are separated from the rest of the room with this uh, privacy curtain Mm -hmm. that you draw back and forth. Um, And that is a theme that's pretty common across the the properties. Yeah. Moderate and, and value properties. Yeah. So uh, they do have that. So it's not a a solid like door between all the vanity stuff, you know, Um, obviously you're gonna have your door um, between you and the, in the commode, but um, but yeah, so you do have that. So just for, just for awareness there, that's how, that's how it's laid out. But, um, but yeah, as far as sleeping a family of you know, five, um, 
it, it doable. It's been yeah, it's been fine. We actually slept technically six people in the in one of these rooms before uh, when our youngest son Grayson was uh, was an infant and he was sleeping um, in uh, in the crib. Uh, we had a crib brought in and uh, just tucked that into the uh, little bit of area behind the door opening where they have the space available for the connecting uh, mm-hmm. rooms uh, and it was able to fit fine there. So we actually had six heads in one of those fifth sleeper rooms and we still were able to function and navigate and, you know, things get a little bit tight when, when you only have one bathroom and, you right. know, I'm a huge proponent of having multiple bathrooms in a re- resort whenever I can. Uh, but for all intents and purposes, it, it serves it serves its purpose and does what it needs to do. So yeah. overall good experience on these rooms. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about, let's go up to the lobby and uh, let's just kind of lay out like uh, if one of you guys want to take the lobby and kind of like what your what it looks like uh, in there, kind of the navigational beacon there. And then, you know, kind of guide us around that area. If yeah. You will. Yeah. The, um, the lobby, which is the namesake of the Sasagula Steamboat Company, um, it's it's actually a, a little bit of a quaint lobby. It's much smaller than some of the other yeah. resorts' lobbies, but yeah. it's kind of along with the theming that it's just it's subtle touches. It's not these big over the top things. It's very subtly themed, but it's very like period accurate as far as you know, like a colonial America, early 18, 1900s kind of vibe. Um, mm-hmm. It's themed after the inside of an actual riverboat. And um, around the tops of all the decorative columns, you can actually see all the ports of call for that um, for that mm-hmm. riverboat. So, you know, whether it be like the Riverside, the French Quarter, the Gretna, the Chamet, all these other different areas of um, the Mississippi River Delta that the steamboats would uh, would visit. Um, then at the Riverside check-in area, there's hidden Mickey's in the wood lattice work above all the destinations. So that's always a big thing in yep. any Disney resort or park is, you know, hidden Mickey's somehow being integrated into, um, theming that has nothing to do with Disney. So it's just a, another clever yeah. little touch, but, and then you have other, um, installments along with the lobby itself, like the, um, the Riverside mill food court. Um, it was actually named after uh, a southern cotton mill, and it houses a cotton press powered by an actual uh, 35-foot functioning water wheel. Yeah, it's the that's kind of like the photo spot of, yes. the, of this resort, in my opinion, yes, right? Like, yeah, it's it just this, the way it. that they have it all like clumped together as far as those buildings and how it's all interwoven to that kind of port. Area. It's so period accurate. It's not even funny. Yeah, and it's just it's just like you said, it's quaint, right? Like it all just comes together, and it's just mm-hmm. this like little village almost, like where you could just go and you find everything to do. Yeah, and um, and the coloring too, like the yeah the like the light colored blues and greens and the yellows, like it's very like pastelic. It's very refreshing uh, to the eye. It's very appeasing. But along with that, um, you have the the main actual uh, table service dining for this resort, which is the Boat Rights Dining Hall that we oh. 
we had a very delicious meal at and we um we actually have some some content on that that we have displayed throughout our uh, our travels but um it's pretty much themed after a wooden shipbuilding yard with the main feature being the the hull of a ship hanging in the top of the restaurant which we sat directly beneath and it's pretty yeah. big yep. <laughs> yeah um, it's yeah it's large and then of course you have the river too. roost uh lounge right outside the doors of the boat rights um, where Mr. Yeehaw Bob Jackson likes to do his nightly performances that are out of this world. Um, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll give that. Yeehaw man, Bob is, yeah. You have any, to, all you the have fanfare he deserves. Um, yeah. Yep. I think he really, he, he brings that lobby to life because for the most part, that is a quiet lobby. Absolutely. But once he gets in there and starts banging on those ivory keys, <laughs> that place gets, it jumping. becomes another place at night when, Dude, he's, when he's there, you know, it's like and, another attraction. Yeah. We'll, we'll go into the entertainment and everything else around the resort to do in just a, in just a few minutes. So yeah, let's hold on. Let's hold on. And we'll call that a little, little tease yeah. for the audience. Yeah. And then you have the the gift shop, which is uh, known as Fulton's General Store, but it's you know a resort gift shop, so you can get shirts and pins and other stuff in there, as you know, well as uh, refreshments and um, whatever other things you need, uh, just like any of the other resort lobbies. Yeah, and I think this is one of the more impressive res- resort uh, shops at Disney World. Yep, I was like, about to say it, the same. It is true to its name when they call it a general store, when it literally has almost everything you can need. And it is, I mean, it's massive. So yeah. you have a really good selection. We've actually had really good success finding things here in this shop that I have not been able to find in other places around mm-hmm. Walt Disney World. And so, yeah, this shop is pretty impressive uh, for for its offerings. Um, and I think you'll, you'll probably stumble upon something here that uh, would probably be hard to find in other places. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't doubt it. It, it, That, that whole place to me though, really is, it's a vibe that sets you apart from, from the fact of being at Disney more than, more than most of them. And I think it's a lot based on location that does that. Yeah. And I think whenever, you know, nightfall comes and the lights come on, I think that's when that place comes to life. Uh, Just visually, like with the lights reflecting off the water, you know, you got the pool noise coming from the back and you're walking on, you know, wooden planks around, you know, the lobby area and boat rights. You know, that that place is just electric. It it, is so cool. And then if if Yeehaw Bop is in there doing his things, like it's such a neat atmosphere and vibe uh it's just you have to go and experience it for yourself yeah let's uh ryan if you want to walk us through uh the riverside mill and some of the uh the quick service uh stylings they have there and then we'll um we'll go on into the uh activities yeah um riverside mill it's you know a quick service spot to to grab food it'll have some of your run-of-the-mill stuff, uh-huh. uh, whether it be burgers and various sandwiches and chicken tenders and this, that, and the other. But they also integrate some of the, the cultural Cajun cuisine um, yeah. do they? into the menu. And um, whether a lot of times it's a rotating menu, but they'll do um, 
po' boy sandwiches. Uh, they'll do like gumbo and jambalaya, uh, other other mm-hmm. Cajun cuisine. But they they really do make an effort to and they nail it. Integrate the the actual cuisine of of that era and and that that location um, and some really good food especially even for it being quick yeah. service it's pretty impressive yeah it is and i like man just like going in there you're you have you can especially going to the, like the window area like mm-hmm. just along all those windows where the mill is itself mm-hmm. and like, it's just propelling um it's just a really cool spot to sit in and just watch that and just you know have breakfast or have have a quick dinner or what have you uh it's just a really good area and they also have a little sit down area uh, with a little TV playing some Disney stuff for the kids over there yep. as well. So they have a little spot for the, for the kids to have a little bit of um, entertainment. So it's good. They, uh, they wrap around like this uh, large, like, um, um, you know, like drink station and things like that right in the middle of everything too. Mm-hmm. So it's all super easy to kind of go and order and, and get what you need. And um, it's, yeah, it's one of the, Again, in my opinion, it's one of the best kind of situated quick service options at Disney World. All right, let's go over to some of the activities and let's start with the feature of Old Man Island. Um, you've got the featured swimming pool over there. Um, Huge swimming pool. Yeah, it feels good. Like, I don't know if it's the biggest, you know, like, I don't think it's anywhere by far the biggest on property, but the way that it's laid out is almost like this, uh, like little swimming hole sort of situation, you know, like where it's kind of, it just feels like it was just this little bit of body of water that someone found like, all right, yeah, we'll go swimming over here. And they've got the way that the slide integrates into, into the pool they kind of like have these like waterfall features with some of the uh, you know old equipment like uh, from the from the era. Uh, it's just a really cool layout as far as a pool goes, and super super shaded as well. Like they have a whole yeah. area um, in the in the water itself that you get really good shade on. Uh, they've got a good area of chairs uh, around uh, that kind of sit on this like elevated dock situation that they're like almost full shade. Um, It's a very unique placement of the pool. Uh, When you compare it to some of the others on property, most of them, most of the other pools on property are like in the open, right? Like it's just like fun beating down on you all the time, no matter what Um, the, this pool and, and how it's situated. Yeah, it's just it's more it's super relaxing. Like you can just go here and cold. Just <laughs> yes, yeah, um, yeah. It does lend to that a little bit, right? Um, but even at night, um, kind of like what you touched on, Justin. Like yeah. different things coming alive. You start to hear the crickets come out and yep. things like that. Mm-hmm. It's like it it just feels like that little that swimming hole that you're just here in the woods with. And it's it's and, so wild, like how it transitions yeah. to that nighttime vibe. And it's it, it's just an electric feeling that just overcomes that resort. Like I was talking about, like on the boardwalk, same thing with the pool. It's it's yeah. so unique and so awesome to experience. Uh yeah good stuff well and like to throw some statistics on that pool too 
like that pool is just shy of thirteen thousand square feet. That's that's Good massive, Lord. and has uh, yeah. one hundred sixty thousand gallons of water. And then the the slide <laughs> you mentioned is ninety five feet long total. Yeah, that was a fun it's slide, fun. by the way. It is yes, fun it slide. Yeah, we got. A little I skipped POV like a rock. Around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got a POV of that uh, slide. If you want to go check it out on our YouTube, it's a fun, fun little video. Uh, so, let's also uh, cover some of the other things on Old Man Island as well. Um, they have the the fishing hole there, so you can they, go and rent a little fishing rod and cast it off into the Sasagul and try to catch you some. Some brim or some. And I think it's like thirty minute increments that they uh, sell that by. Don't yep. quote me on that, but I think it's thirty minute increments. Yeah, I believe you are correct. Uh, they've got a little playground there uh, for the kids. Uh, my kids last time we were there and, and really enjoyed that. Uh, had to peel them off of that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have several hammocks out there yep. as well. So you just go take you a little nap. We talked about that shade and all the tree coverage there. You just hop on one of them hammocks and call it an afternoon if you really wanted to. So uh, Old Man Island's got a lot of different activity options for you uh, to enjoy. Um, And don't let me get away from Old Man Island and the pool area without mentioning the pool bar. Oh, Mm. yeah. (laughs) Mm. Um, Man, this is this is a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. And not only that, visually, it's a it's a good one too. It's very appealing to the eyes. Yeah, you kind of, it reminds me a lot of like the Bahamas, like how how that vibe is. Well, it's just uh, like, like a, a shack. Walk up. Yeah, 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 it's like a yeah. shack. <laughs> I mean, that's really what it reminds me of. You just walk up to this sh- this shack that just happens, you know, has a lot of fans going, um, and you know just, why you're there. Like, it's yeah, just, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They've got a lot of frozen options. Um, they've got really good uh, beer selections. Uh, they've got uh, a beta on draft, so they stick true to the Louisiana uh, area uh, with some featuring Louisiana uh, beers. Get and the purple it's haze. just, yeah. yeah otherwise, you've done yourself a disservice. And if you want to do yourself a disservice, they do sell Bud Light too. Trust me. <laughs> Justin knows. Ask me how I know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, good good area overall for uh, for this resort for for you to enjoy some some time there. Um, they also have uh, other activities like um, boat rentals. Uh, now they're not uh, doing the boat rentals actively at this moment in time. Uh, so uh, if you're listening to this, uh, you know a year or so from now, this could have changed. Uh, but um, but at this moment in time, they're currently not offering the boat rentals out of this marina right now. Uh, but it is something they've done in the, in the past. Yeah, and that goes um, for actually had, all moderate resorts right now. Yeah. And today uh, being January of 2023. Yeah. So noted. Um, they also offer the Surrey Bikes, which is an interesting offering for a moderate resort. You only see these at a handful of the resorts across Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are these uh, those pedal bikes where you uh, you hop on there, you pay to pedal yourself around uh, around the resort area. So uh, it's a I guess it's a fun way to uh, get out with the with some people or with the family. You know, uh, you I for one. Yeah, I for one am not uh, of the mind to uh, 
to pay for myself to pedal myself around <laughs> somewhere. I, I'd rather pay someone else to pedal me around somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I'm going to pedal anything, uh, I'd rather it be a true bicycle and I'd rather not have to pay for that. But um, it is a different activity, you know, something different that you probably never get to do anywhere right. else. So, um, you know, if you want to take the time and opportunity to, to do so, there's a huge path uh, to mm-hmm. to ride these bikes and it actually goes all the way over to French Quarter so if you want to go uh, visit the other sister uh, resort uh, you can definitely do so with uh, with those Surrey bikes um, but yeah they they do offer that for your enjoyment so a um, quick quick little fact though did you know that the tree we talked about that casts so much shade on the pool yes. at Old Man Island that that tree actually came from what the location of where animal kingdom is now. Yes. Yes. I read that on a sign. They had a last time we were there had a sign there by that tree. It's like that featured tree. Like basically it's the tree that the slide wraps around. Um, Basically. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's pretty incredible that they you know transplanted that thing and it is massive, massive. <laughs> yeah it really is but so, yeah that's a really cool fact yeah when they transplanted it it was originally at the time 55 feet tall and then weighed 85 wow. tons and that was when they transplanted it in 1991 Jeez on earth day wow. it's um that's wild it's grown even more yeah it's <laughs> grown <Yes>, it <laughs> But that wasn't that wasn't a slouch of a tree to begin with. My no. goodness. Can you imagine the manpower it took to move that? Yeah. Good yeah. Lord. Incredible. Uh I do want to mention too that in each section, uh there's a Magnolia Bend had kind of split into two uh areas, a, a little bit of like a north and south area. And then you've got uh the alligator bayou split up into three uh, sections we'll call it kind of a little like triangle uh, shape um, each of those sections so five total have auxiliary pools as well so uh, if you don't want to walk over to old man island and go to the main feature pool uh, you do have pools that you could go to uh, closer to your actual uh, building your room building so and they're not no slouch of a pool either i mean they're decently sized too yeah they're just you know they're more basic setups but um right but they are but they're yeah they're good for dunking that's for yeah, sure absolutely and so, one more thing uh, that is uh available as a uh recreational activity is uh during the evenings you could get a horse-drawn carriage to ride you around Oh a, yeah, they do. You know, yeah, they have offered that from time to time. Yeah. yeah, they do offer that from time to time. Yeah, this ain't the only resort they do this at, but th- I think this was probably the most notable uh, that they do it at. Yeah, I think the the ride along the waterway, it, yeah, it, you know, it's pretty pretty nice. That's what I love about this resort. You know, and its uniqueness is that waterway um, plays a huge role in the aesthetic of the resort. Yeah, like I said. Whenever that, whenever the sun goes down, that place comes to life. When you get to walk by the waterway with the like, you got small lanterns that lock, you know light your walkway path. Uh, it's it's unreal. You don't think so, you're at Disney. It's awesome. So let's go into that now. Uh, so we teased it a little bit ago. Um, let's go into some of that. Um, those other 
auxiliary activities that you can find yourself getting into here at uh, Borderlands Riverside. First being, let's just go ahead and bust it open with uh, with Yeehaw Bob. And just to, I know we've we've discussed this again on our, our other episodes uh, about this resort um, in our stay, you know, recap there. Uh, but just uh, in short, the experience of going to a show with Yeehaw Bob Jackson. Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> The dude is Literally. so talented, so much energy, and, and a and a a treasure that needs to be discovered uh, <laughs> from everyone that stays. If if you walk by the lobby at Riverside and you hear just applause or piano singing, go check what the commotion's about, and if you can find <laughs> a table. Order you a beer or whatever drink you are feeling, and just enjoy the show. I'm telling you, yeah, it was such an amazing atmosphere. Like we didn't plan on going in there the night that we did, but we heard the commotion from outside. We were we were gonna check this out. We're like, what's going on? Yeah, and when we got in there, we were blown away with that entire atmosphere that we we stayed there until he ended his show yep and man and we were privileged uh, enough to do a meet and greet afterwards yeah Took pictures yeah with him, got to talk to him stage. briefly yeah yeah it's it was uh it was a good time that's for sure it's uh i think it's one of those it's a very unique uh opportunity uh at uh at disney world i don't think there's a lot of places at disney that you're going to get that type of right. activity and atmosphere yeah. and involvement and entertainment. Um, there's plenty of entertainment around Walt Disney World. Don't get me wrong, but the the crowd involvement and the direct personal connection you can have during that show, I think, is very unique um, to to that particular one, and it has everything to do with with Bob, right, and his ability to connect with the audience uh, to make the audience essentially forces them to be in, involved. Um, if you're going to be at this show, expect to participate. Uh, that's for sure. It's playful um, and fun. It's, it's, it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it, it's a, it's a really good time. It is. And it's not just Yeehaw Bob Jackson. It's Walt Disney legacy award winning Yeehaw Bob Jackson. Man's yeah. an icon. That's the man has earned it. it. Yeah. It tells you pretty much all you need to know about, uh, what expectation you should have uh, going and experiencing this. It's a, it's a hell of a time. Uh, I will uh, take the opportunity to go see his show anytime I can. Absolutely. Uh, because it is, uh, it is just, it's just so good. So, yeah, and and it, to put it, it, put it to you this way, it's worth going out of your way for seriously. No, yeah. yeah. And if you want a glimpse of what one of these shows is like, be sure to go to our Instagram feed We've got a few videos of our our singing and dancing along with Yeehaw Bob, plus some pictures that we took on stage in front of his piano with him. Um, it just kind of yeah, gives yeah. you a glimpse of how in-depth and personal this experience can get because the man is so welcoming. He's just he's yeah. awesome. Yeah, got, got to do a little bit of the Hokey Pokey, the YMCA. Yeah. <laughs> some of the classics, man. Classics. Yeah, man. Yeah. Got some alligator rock in there too. Crocodile yeah. rock, sir. Good time. 
It's in the alligator bayou. Okay. Part for the course. I'll allow it. Crocodile rot there, boys. <laughs> I stand corrected. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, overall, uh, some great entertainment. Um, this is only a piece of the live entertainment you can get at Port Orleans Resort as a whole. Um, they do offer some other live entertainment options over at French Quarter, which we will get into more uh, when we go through that resort on its own. Uh, but um, this is a really good resort. And again, like there's not a lot of live entertainment happening at a lot of Disney World resorts. No. Uh, so I think that's what, you know, one of the big you know unique factors in staying here. Uh, obviously, you could you could come here and experience these uh, in a if you weren't staying here, you just had to go out of your way a little bit, It'd be a little bit difficult to get there. But um, if you're staying at these resorts um, and you can walk between the two, obviously um, taking, taking advantage of these entertainment options is a must in my opinion. Got to. Um, and then let's also uh, go ahead and break down some of the transportation options. Uh, we like to do these uh, because we know Transportation can sometimes make or break a resort. Um, Absolutely. And uh, your experience staying at Disney uh, and um, some of the conveniences or inconveniences that it could offer, depending on uh, where you're at. So let's discuss uh, some of the transportation options here at uh, at Riverside specifically. Well, namely first, um, with it having waterways, we've already discussed the boats. And uh, they have a fleet of 15 boats total that service the Sasagula River and it's like a two and a half or three mile stretch that that starts yeah. at French Quarter and goes all the way into Lake Buena Vista for um, Disney Springs and you can also access all of the Disney Springs resorts that way also whether it be you know Old mm-hmm. Key West or Saratoga Springs um, though those will get yeah, you yeah it's a great ride yeah. yeah yeah I can't wait to experience this myself I know you did it Jordan uh, mm-hmm. a couple times now, yeah. But uh, I, I would love to experience that boat ride, uh, all the way to Disney Springs and back. I just, I think that would be so relaxing because you get to see the treehouse villas over at Saratoga on yeah. your way, right there on the river. Yeah, uh, like right by saying, the golf course, US, the golf yeah, course, the LBV golf course. I yeah. mean, and then you get to end up in you know the main Saratoga area with Disney Springs, and we all know. We we all love Disney Springs and cherish it, and I think it's just such a unique way to get around uh, the Disney property, especially spanning that far. Um, yeah, I think that's what makes that so unique and and a very attractive option for families. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's super nice. Yeah, it's super convenient, especially if you have kids and strollers. You don't have to most of the time. You don't have to actually stow the uh, stroller away. Uh, that you can just literally just park it and lock it uh, at the front of the, the wow. uh, each ferry. So that's um, huge. Yeah, it, that's great. Um, and the boats are there. I mean, they're always going, and it's only about a twenty minute ride between, like, literally starting at Riverside all the way to the dock at uh, Disney Springs. And like you said, you you also get to see some really unique things along the way. Um, you can watch some golfer shank ball. If it's me, <laughs> me. please don't laugh. Okay. Please. <laughs> um, I'm really good at hitting the golf ball. It just may not go where I want it to go. 
<laughs> Honestly, relatable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, you've got some the the boat option, which is super unique uh, to this resort, and just a few handful of others. Uh, you've also got the Disney Bus system, uh, which will uh, take you to any of the parks as well. Um, so you can you can utilize that. Uh, but that is the only uh, Disney transportation options available at this resort. So you've got the buses and you've got the boat that's servicing um, the other resorts and Disney Springs. So you can use that boat to go to other, to, uh, to another resort if you chose to do so. Um, And you can go to Springs, but that's not taking you anywhere else. Uh, So if you, uh, if you want to go to a park and use Disney transportation when staying here, uh, you're taking a bus. If you're not a fan of the buses, then you will be driving. So, or of course, you can, get ride sh- you can get rideshare, minivan. You can get that yep. service as well. But you'll be paying um, for that. But yeah, and, uh, any free uh, Disney transportation, it will be a bus. But now, as far as the buses go, doesn't Riverside and French Quarter share a bus? So you have to go on that whole loop yes. to get off at your stop. So that could be another another hiccup also with the buses. Yes, that's a yep. great point, Ryan. Yeah, the, it does share a bus system. Uh, so... And like the moderate resorts, it goes around to different stops and little different depots around the resort. So yep. um Orleans Riverside is has four uh stops alone along its way. Uh so and then uh, French Quarter is gonna have another stop along its way. So um so yeah, it's it could be a longer bus ride too, so keep that in mind as well. And you know, if you're time sensitive or on time crunch, uh, the bus Just may drive. not be your best option. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, did we miss anything else about Riverside? I don't know, man. I feel like uh, with all the history behind it, we had a lot to unpack here. Um, I don't think so. Overall, I think this resort is a pretty damn good one. Yeah. Um, the way that it mixes value of staying here. Uh, I think the the price that you pay and what you get in return and the proximity to other things like it's right there on that service road uh, right behind Disney Springs uh, it's a real quick drive to Epcot or Hollywood Studios um and then of course you know Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom not far after that um but overall when you when you mix the the price of the price point of the rooms mixed with the aesthetic of the resort, mixed with the food options and the transportation option of that Disney Springs access. Um, it's It's got a lot of good things it's going for it. It's got a lot of it. good stuff going for it. And you can't put a price tag on uh, rest and relaxation. And I think yeah. this uh, this resort is up there that offers that. Yeah. If you if you are one to just like a you know, morning or you know evening walk, uh, oh, we said man. it before, but this is this is a good resort for that. Yes. You know, Solid. Just, yeah. Um, There's I, walkways I really, everywhere, literally. Yeah, and I really enjoyed my mornings just getting up before everybody else and hearing the birds chirping and that wildlife still going um, and just taking it all in before anyone else was really walking around. Um, it's a really cool. And then, like you said, at night, you know, you start hearing this, those crickets chirp and, 
it's just another, just a different, a different vibe altogether. Um, but, uh, it's, this is, this is one that I look forward to staying at again soon. Ain't nothing like when the, the lights come on, the sun goes down, the crickets come chirping. Then you hear the echoes of Yeehaw Bob singing <laughs> the YMCA in the background. It's so good. Take me there. Yeah. You sure it wasn't, you sure it wasn't alligator rock? I'm pretty sure he rocked out the alligator rock before that. <laughs> All right. For real, go visit this damn resort. It's really good. It's worth your money. Worth your yeah. time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So before we go, guys, uh, we would like to uh, highlight a couple of our partners that we're working with. And you can find all of our uh, partners down in the episode description, uh, links to their websites to go support them. Uh, but to highlight just a couple, uh, we will talk about 1901 Candle Company. Uh, they are making some Disney-inspired and pop culture-inspired candles. So uh, if you are in the mood to get your house or office or wherever getting to smelling good um you know it's good to you know for relaxation you know it's it's good for the mind and soul um so go check them out uh they got some great scents i love it their candles last it seems forever they use a yeah. proprietary uh blend of wax so they they last longer so you're getting a really good value for your money uh, we're all about that here and um Speaking of value for your money, you can save some money just by listening to our show. Uh, they're hooking up all of our listeners with 15% off. So go check them out. Keep on code is in the episode description and uh, go, go give them some love and save some money and get your, get your place smelling good at the same time. So you know what else smells good, Jordan? What's that? A good cup of coffee brewing. Oh, oh man. man. Does it ever? It does. does it ever? And they're in a better place to get a good cup of coffee than from our friends at electric city roasting company based out of good old Scranton, Pennsylvania. They, um, man, they bring the heat with the coffee. They, um, they got strict standards with taste and quality and they, uh, they source beans from around the globe. They offer tons of different roasts and varieties and even the occasional seasonal roast. Um, they even mm-hmm. offer different grinds. You can get whole bean, uh, your standard grind, or like a French press and drip, which is like a fine espresso grind, if you will. Um, but yeah. nevertheless, their coffee is out of this world, and um, we stand behind it. We love our coffee, and we would not be uh, putting our reputation on the line against a, a bland cup of coffee. But um, they are a yeah. proud a is proud anything about that? Them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're a proud women-owned company, and they are a specialty coffee association accredited company. And um, you know, when you load that card up, you can use our affiliate link in the episode description and use the code OTM Coffee Twenty, and you will save yourself twenty percent on your order. So, might as well go ahead and get about two hundred bucks worth of stuff in there and save you a couple of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I know they would enjoy that. And you'll enjoy the coffee that you get in return. Absolutely. Like Ryan said, it is damn good. So, absolutely. Um, like I mentioned, too, we've got some other uh, uh, companies that we were working with down in the episode descriptions. Go check them out. Give them some love. Uh, we've got you covered when it comes to travel necessities. Uh, so, uh, the companies that we work with make some great stuff uh, wrapped around travel. And um, so, go check them out and uh, get you something 
Get you something nice. You deserve yeah. it. And uh, after you're done checking them out, why not stop by our website at offthemonorails.com. You can check out our blogs that we've put up. You can see our social media sites from there. The link you right to it. We're all over there. Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, you name it, at Off the Monorails. But while you're on the website, go visit our shop and check out some merchandise that we have available there, uh, including our one and only Stonks, featuring Mr. Bob Iger's return to CEO of uh, the Disney Company. And uh, we celebrate that with uh, the rising stonks value that came with it. So make sure you pick that yes, up. Sir. Oh yeah, it's a it's a it's a meme shirt, but it is well worth your time to uh, check it out because we love stonks. We love seeing the uh, the Disney company do well, and uh, Bob Iger's return one hundred percent helps influence that. So go pick you up something nice. Go pick you something out for someone else as a gift, a gag, whatever it is. We have some stuff there for you. Holiday included uh, with Christmas and uh, Halloween. So go check out all that stuff uh, and find you something nice for uh, yourself, for someone else in your, in your life. Yeah. And like we mentioned before, we're always dropping some new things as we dream them up. We uh, will throw them out there and uh, for your, for your enjoyment. So, yeah, show some love and go check it out. Um, you can also uh, support the show uh, by donating to the show operations uh, through our Buy Me a Coffee link. Um, that support link is in the episode description and on our website. You click that support button, it will take you to the Buy Me a Coffee page for the podcast. And uh, any contributions made uh, will be uh, directly uh, put back to the show and its operations and our ability to bring you as much content as we possibly can. So uh, this helps us cover just everyday expenses for the, for the show along with, uh, you know, dining. And uh, so we could bring you dining reviews. Uh, it helps us go to special events at Disney, things like that. So um, we really appreciate anything you feel led to donate uh, and a very, very big special thank you goes to all those who have uh, contributed so far. We, we love it. So, uh, we will be exploring some uh, some membership options soon as well. Uh, so just throw that out there uh, if you would like to uh, to uh, help contribute to the show in an ongoing way. If basically just buy us a cup of coffee every month, uh, sort of thing. So we're looking at some options around that, uh, and of course we'll uh, we'll throw some some goodies your way, some extras, uh, for, for, in respect to that. So. Um, so yeah, so just be on the lookout as for some more announcements around that uh, as a whole. But uh, yeah, if you feel like supporting us um, and uh, go check that out and uh, donate today, it would sure mean a lot to us. Absolutely. And one last thing, while we're on the social media stuff uh, with all of our content, Instagram is our daily driver. Twitter is our news source. Uh, we have TikTok and YouTube active with uh, some shorts, some funny stuff, uh, also informative stuff. But please, if you can like any of the content that you see, share it with a friend, you know, let them uh, experience some of the stuff that we have to offer. If you know of anybody in your life that's planning on going to Disney and need some, you know, just general guidance or uh, just some help and, 
getting an itinerary together that makes sense for them and their situation. If they're needing that extra hand, shoot them our way because we want to help people. That's the whole idea of this podcast. So if they can pull anything from any of our episodes, please share that episode with them. If not contact us directly, you can find out how uh, directly on our website. And uh, one, one of the three of us will be able to help guide them. If not, all three of us will be involved in that. So Please share us with a friend. And if your podcast platform allows you to, please leave us a rating. That helps go a long way with the algorithm on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you could also leave a brief comment about the podcast uh, down below, if it allows you to, please. That's awesome. It helps you know other people discover us and get a little brief synopsis of what we offer. So. Uh, That is greatly appreciated, and always, always, always share us with a friend. Take us on your vacations, your road trips, your ride to work, whatever it is. We just want to be putting stuff out there for our listeners to listen to and uh, to have some fun with our audience and engage with you. And with that being said, we will see you next week as uh, we continue this crazy, crazy ride. I'm Jordan. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. And this is Off the Monorails. Thank you.